0: Hello and welcome to running on Pixie Dust, my podcast and YouTube series where I discuss all things Dopey Challenge, Orlando Disney we're, we're getting into it and sometimes featuring my dog cinnamon who just screwed in the background if you're watching on YouTube. But hello, I'm your host Anika and... Uh, it's been it's been a hot minute since I have posted a new episode, and I'm so sorry about that. Check out the last episode for a recap of how weeks 13 and 14 of the Jeff Galloway Dopey training went, as well as wine and dine prep and all that good stuff. So, anyways, welcome to week 19. I I want to catch up. Let's 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 catch up. I will be covering weeks 15 through 19 of the Jeff Galloway training schedule and covering wine and dine weekend. We had a race weekend people. Oh my gosh, I want to tell you all about it. So, hi. It's it's been a minute. I'm so sorry once again. I I literally I got sick and then I had a bachelorette weekend and I had to drive to Charleston. So like Normally traveling is like okay but I had to drive and it just was pretty tolling and taxing my body and so I had to rest up and then get back into training and then oh gosh it's just been it's been a time. We had Halloween events and then my mental health kind of took a decline and then it was wine and dine. It just happened in a blink of an eye. So we're back. Thank you for sticking with me if you are back and listening and or watching on YouTube. I appreciate you. So without further ado, let's jump into highs and lows of these weeks, I guess. (laughs) But for my highs, I ran the farthest I've ever run, which now we're now we're at that time. Now these long training runs are getting longer and longer. And obviously each time it's it becomes the farthest I've ever run. So if you didn't know, I had the farthest I had run before was a half marathon. And then I had the 15 mile training run um, in last episode that I covered. And in this week's episode, I talk about my 17 mile training run. So that was in uh, one of the weeks that I will go through. But I mean, that's that's a success, right? I completed some, some test dopey running schedules because with the dopey challenge you're running day after day after day early in the morning and so I kind of had some practice ones in there coincidentally like I would run my 45 minute run which I normally do just over three miles with that time frame and so I'd consider that like the 5k trial run and then if I had like a six mile training run I would do that the next day so that would be like the 10k and then I would do the long training run which in this case for one of these weeks it was 17 miles and so kind of like a mini a mini trial so that was good to kind of get my body used to the back-to-back situation um, the earliness that's a whole other thing that that's really hard to practice but thankfully I had one and to practice for that and we will we will get into that another high Halloween fun I had trick-or-treaters at my home which was so cute and fun and then I immediately decorated for Christmas. After that, <laughs> and I kind of went, kind of went ballistic. Um, but I'm really excited because this is my first Christmas in my new home. I'll actually be here for Christmas, home for the holidays, and I wanted to go all out for decorating. So that's that's what I did. I'm still not even done. So, and if you're on YouTube, you can see I still have not made much progress in my office. Um, I pulled out my little Olaf painting. Because he was in my Christmas storage bins. So I thought, let's let's put some pizzazz in the office. Why not? Um, but I haven't hung him up as you see him on the floor. But I did order some other shelves and like I wanna get my medals mounted, but the problem is I haven't decided where I want to put them and in order to put the medals up, I have to screw holes in the wall. So it's like it's it's a commitment. You know what I mean? I can't just like easily move them like I could, but that's just too much work. So I want to like pick a spot and like be happy with the spot. So we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Some lows. So like I said, I was sick uh, in beginning of October and that just was awful. I mean, obviously getting sick is just the worst. So that was rough. Um, I had to take a break from training and then just like take a break from everything. <laughs> and that was that. Uh, like I said, we had wine and dine. We had a race weekend. And for me, it sucked. <laughs> like the weekend as a whole, like it was good. It's just, I'll I'll get into it later why it was just not my time. It was just not my weekend. Um, But we, we will discuss. And my final low was I, I'm now stressing out about food and gear for the marathon. So I just... I I had tummy problems going into wine and dine weekend and I'm stressed because I'm staying on property and this is the first time I've ever stayed at on Disney property at uh, Walt Disney World for a run Disney race. Um, uh, not my first time staying on property but like for a run Disney race weekend here. Yes it is. So I'm stressed about food because it's like I'm not gonna have my kitchen, my meals and all of my things So I'm going to have to do some strategic planning about that and kind of figure out what some good go-to places to like eat out are or what I'm going to do. And then as far as gear, oh my gosh, I I need to get that figured out because oh man, that ties into wine and weekend. So uh, we'll get there. But moving right along, I want to catch up with the weeks that I missed because I... (laughs) would have gone through these one by one, but you know what? We'll just do a little recaps, a little, little touch base. Um, week 15 on the schedule that had two 45 minute runs and a three mile run. I was sick that week. Um, I did, I think I did maybe like one run, maybe one of the 45 minute ones that I kind of just like took it really easy And then that weekend, I had the bachelorette party in Charleston uh, for my bestie, Amanda. And it was a great time. It was so fun. And I did decide to run one of those mornings, which I'm kind of on making a habit. A a habit. Hello? (laughs) Making a habit of planning days on vacation to go for a little run. And I honestly love doing that in new locations. I know I have mentioned that before in uh, past episodes that... That's that's a new thing for me and it's exciting. But I did go out in Charleston one of those mornings and it was chilly. It was cold, which was like so weird after training in the Florida heat all summer. But it was nice. It was peaceful. I enjoyed it, but I only did one. I, I didn't know if I was going to do more than one. But I mean, I got one done. So that was A little bit of a slacker week as far as training goes, but I mean, I did my best. (laughs) I did my best. And then for week 16 and 17, because I had this weekend long trip, I kind of like merged these two training weeks together and just like sprinkled my runs like where I could fit them. And I just kind of like reorganized and switched things around to make it work. But on the schedule, it was two 45 minute runs, one seven mile walk and then a 17 mile long run and then another two 45 minute runs and then a five mile run so I really just kind of mixed and matched like where I could complete the run and it it ended up working out okay so I I still got it done which was the goal for my 17 mile run I ran with my friend Truthy And I need to get her on the podcast. We've been talking about it. Um, She needs to, she needs to get over here. But for this run, we started at about like 6.30 a.m. ish. And we both, (laughs) we both are just like some late gals. Uh, We told ourselves like, let's meet at six. So that way we'll actually both get there by (laughs) 6.30. And I mean, it worked out like it was perfect timing and all that. Uh, It was still dark though, is the problem. And it's always tough to start those long runs early because it is pitch blackout and it's just, it's spooky. But I do have my running light that I brought and I was so glad I did because it was spooky dark. And there were people who ran up behind us on this dark trail with no lights and they like don't say anything. They don't say like on your left or like, hello, coming up behind you. And like they didn't have a light on. And so I had my aftershocks in, well like on because they don't go in (laughs) but I had them like playing background running music just like softly just so that I could have that in the background and that I found that that is really helpful for me on these longer runs and so we had just started running and I hadn't fully adjusted to the level of light like my eyes were adjusting my ears were adjusting we had just kind of started running we were warming up and these people spooked the crap out of me because again it's pitch black dark and I had like s- slight background music going on. And I was focusing on like talking with Shruthi. And these people scared the crap out of me. So this is a message to anyone who goes out on runs. Please, please be courteous and say something so that you don't spook up on people. Like I know I I had my headphones on. But like the music wasn't loud. And it was and it doesn't go in my ears. Like that's the whole point of Aftershocks. And so I like couldn't tell that they were coming and it was just hated that but it's fine um we did the 60 second run 30 second walk intervals which I found is a sweet spot of intervals like I know I was trying to do a 90 30 because I know I'm so slow that that would force me to kind of pick up the pace a little bit and like actually stay on target but in reality 60 30 is more more my place and more I guess it's just more realistic and for long term it's a good it's a good interval and it was a lot warmer than we expected we both kind of layered up a little bit because it had been so cool in the mornings leading up to that but we both got kind of warm so we were like okay we did not need to bring these jackets um I brought my usual snacks, my honey stinger gummies, a chocolate goo, and a Rice Krispie Treat. Oh my gosh. Rice Krispie Treats. Those are my favorite running snack now. (laughs) Favorite. I need to get some more. That reminds me. I need to add that to my list and pick up some more. But I also put my normal like Powerade and water mixture in my like Camelback running vest. And I mean, I call it Camelback, but I don't think neither the the vest nor the the bladder are camelback brands but I mean you know what I'm saying (laughs) um and I did my normal toe tape which I just use like athletic tape and I literally just tape around my toes because I am prone to blisters there no matter what um which come to think of it I might try some like toe socks which I thought would be so weird, but like I'm taping all my toes anyway. Like why don't I just get toe socks and make my life easier? So I think I'm going to look up some good brands and try them out maybe for my next few runs because that could solve some problems for me. And I don't know why I didn't think of that sooner, <laughs> but I also put on my KT tape. Always, always got to have that. Uh, cause I tape for, um, I want to say they're called posterior shin splints. The one that's ones that are like more inwards on your shins more as like a preventative measure and I found that I just feel more supported as well as for like plantar fasciitis more like again preventative um so that was normal had my compression sleeves on my legs because again more preventative for shin splints and I just feel more supported during the whole run especially when you get up in mileage like you're past the tens (laughs) so now I mentioned that my longest run before this was 15 miles and that was insane again because like that was a two mile more than my half marathon in which already half marathon was like challenging for me. So I've, I'm noticing a little bit of a pattern here that whenever I have these training runs that the last two miles, like the longer runs, the last two miles are the toughest and that's when I start losing steam and and I don't want to say hitting a wall because I don't really think I've I felt that dramatic abrupt hit the wall feeling that I I kind of infer from what other runners say when they like hit a wall especially in marathons but I it's making more sense now why in the Jeff Galloway program and in some other programs as well, that they want you to run like a trial marathon so that you don't hit the wall. <laughs> Which I still don't think... I'm, I'm not going to run a full marathon before Dopey Weekend because I want my first marathon to be Marathon Weekend. Um, but I, this is very eye-opening in that like I should definitely get to at least 24 miles if I can in training because I know that would definitely... Helped me out so much, and I I would probably feel that in my body um, come race day. So that was a little bit of an eye opener. Uh, thankfully for this run in general, Shruti slowed down for me <laughs> because I I'm a slow turtle girl. I I'm just trying my best. I'm just trying to finish. Um, and I really have not been doing as as much strength training on the side in addition to the runs, which would really help I think as far as overall strength and stamina so I'm gonna try these next these last few weeks these last few weeks before to Weekend, to focus on mobility and strength because it can only help me so but I was grateful for sure because she did slow down a little bit for me and uh, she was a great motivator especially when intervals would come up and I'd be like I need to walk. She'd be like, "Yeah, let's walk." <laughs> or she'd be like, "Get up. Come on. Let's go. Speed it up." <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Which is definitely what I need because it's hard when you're by yourself to be your own motivator because I I don't mind letting myself down. So, that's that becomes an issue for me. <laughs> Whereas if I'm running with someone else and they're like, "No, don't walk. Like run this interval with me. Like let's go." You you have to be like, "Oh, okay, well, I'm with my running buddy. I can't be left behind. Like, gotta go. But we we really felt on top of the world after that 17-mile run. Like, it actually, it went so well. And like I said, the last two miles were very rough because, again, pushing it farther than I've ever gone before. But I felt so strong and so powerful after. And I even kind of walked it off after I finished the actual 17 miles. Um, I ended up walking about, a mile or two um with my friend and we just like walked to the nearby Starbucks and back and took it pretty slow and just to kind of you know walk it off and not immediately like stop um so I think that also helped with recovery as well But I felt so good. So I was so proud and I was feeling so prepared for Wine and Dine. I'm like, oh, Wine and Dine is going to be a breeze. Like I'm killing it with the training. Like I was I was feeling myself getting a little cocky being like, oh, it's only 13 miles, please. Like I've done 17 and I feel so good. Yeah. 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 But going into the final week before one done week 18 that was two 45 minute runs and a six mile run on the schedule. Um, That was absolutely terrible because one I was recovering from that 17 mile run and it took me I don't even think I ran for two days when normally I only have like one day in between usually. But come to think of it maybe I waited three days. I don't know I I did take some recovery time after that but uh, it was pretty terrible and I just didn't feel that great on those runs. Um, I was puppy sitting. I was puppy sitting my friend's dog and uh, her dog her name is Kala and Kala is a high energy dog like not like Little Cinnamon and it's just so funny to see how different they are because in the mornings, is like up and at him. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And Cindy's like, don't wake me up before noon, please. But <laughs> so I figured I could take Kala on my runs with me and, you know, two words with one stone kind of thing. And that actually went well for one of my runs. Uh, Kala is a great running buddy and a great motivator for uh, my three-mile run, which I think we did like, I don't know, three and a half or whatever in the forty-five minutes, but still. And so I was like, this is great. And Kala loved it and it was awesome. And so then come the weekend when I was going to do my six-mile run, I woke up and I was tired. And I was like, you know what? I gotta just do it though. I grabbed Kala and I was like, let's go on my run and I'll I'll see how far like she wants to go, and then maybe I'll just drop her back off at home and I'll finish up. But oh my god. We did like a mile and both of us were just like over it. We were like, um, I want to go home. And I don't know what it was. I think, I don't know. We were just like the energy. It was, it was not popping between us, which is so funny because Kala is so high energy. And like, I have never, ever quit on one of my training runs thus far. Like if I'm starting the run saying like I'm going to run this much, like I force myself to do it even on days when it's like it's really tough. But like I – it's almost like an OCD thing. It's like, well, no, I said I was going to run six. Like I'm going to freak out if I don't get to the six kind of thing. And like I can't go home if I don't reach it. Like really, really serious about it. But on this day, man, me and Carl looked at each other like, uh uh-uh. And we both said, nope, going home. And I kid you not, both of us like laid down on the couch and we're just like, bit for the rest of the day. And we listened to our bodies, <laughs> which honestly, it was nice at least that we were on the same wavelength because then, you know, dog owners, you know, if your dog is not tired, they will let you know and you will have to wear them out somehow. Um, but thankfully, we were all just... Not feeling it so we literally all just napped the rest of the day but that was just a big bummer for me and that was that was a little rough because like I said like I had been so good up to that point of sticking to the schedule and finishing the run at least but I just couldn't do it that day and I didn't even make it up so that was a little disheartening um but you know I let it go I was listening to my body and I knew I had wine and dine coming the following weekend so I was like, okay, just rest up and we'll we'll try again. It's okay. Come Wine and Dine Weekend, week 19. Now, on the Jeff Galloway schedule, we had two 45-minute runs, an 8.5-mile walk, and then a 20-mile run. But I kind of just said, mm, that's a suggestion. I'm just going to run Wine and Dine and be done with it. <laughs> so... I was registered for the Wine and Dine Challenge, meaning I was signed up for the 10K and the Half Marathon on Saturday and Sunday. So honestly, I was going to just accept those for my training run for the weekend and call it good. And then I knew I would go to the parks too. So I was like, I'm going to get – I'm going to be on my feet for a good amount of time. So I really – I just was like, I'm going to call it good. It's fine. (laughs) Which like in theory like is – Honestly, it's okay. And like I knew we have more training runs coming up that I didn't feel uncomfy with kind of just sticking to the half marathon or just sticking to the one-dine races. So that was fine. But let's talk about the one-dine weekend. Starting off with the expo and something new this year. Using the virtual queue. So when they announced that we were going to have to do a virtual queue for – entering like the merchandise tent and shopping all of like the fun themed race uh, merch. I was a little upset over that because it's like, well, it's no longer first come first serve anymore. It's whoever gets the first boarding group gets all the stuff and everyone else gets nothing. That's like how it felt learning that information because it's not like a ride where it's like everyone can go ride and everyone has like a good experience. It's like there's an inventory thing happening here. If the first few people buy everything, then there's nothing left for the people who didn't stand a chance and got a later boarding group. So, or like a return group, I, I guess. I don't know if it's really a boarding group, if it's for merch, but... So I was I was very nervous about that. And obviously there are, there are many other things in this world to be upset about. Not a virtual queue for merchandise, but it just... Mm, for marathon weekend I want my dopey stuff I worked so hard all year and I have planned literally my entire year around dopey training and this dopey challenge that like I need all the dopey things I need it all I was 100% willing to camp out in front of ESPN and wait in line for my chance to be some of the first few people like after the run club or Disney people um, to go in and shop my merch to make sure I got everything and hearing this news it was like well now I can't do that and now there's a chance that I won't get all of the things that I want which I mean it's so silly to complain about but I don't know like it's it's serious for me. So I, I, I want all the things and I'm super excited about it. And I'm trying to have a good attitude and just be like, it's okay. Like, it's really not the end of the world. Like, (laughs) and I don't want to go into the weekend defeated or anything, but I kind of had to just reframe my attitude and be like, well, you'll get in there when you get in there and you'll get, you'll get your stuff. Don't worry. And it will be okay. So had a little talk with myself internally and <laughs> it'll be okay but anyways uh this virtual queue for merch for wine Dine, which i'm assuming they just are using wine nine as a test run for before marathon weekend which is stressful but um i wasn't really con- concerned about wine nine merch to be honest i was kind of just like whatever i'm very concerned about w merch i will have you know but virtual queue opened at 7 30 a.m the day of the expo and you had to be within 40 miles of Disney property uh and how they kind of map that like 40 miles within like the edge of Walt Disney World property lines like I don't know how they do that but um I woke up and got my boarding group and I got group 30 which I was like refreshing constantly and I still got group 30 but I think if I were to watch like the second hands I probably would have gotten a sooner group but again I wasn't too concerned about this one so I just wanted to see how it was um and my group wasn't called until like 11 a.m but parking was atrocious and it was much busier because I was going later like normally I always go to the expo at like 9 or something even though it technically doesn't I want to say it doesn't even open until 10, but like they were letting people in for merch before that. Like even not club or Disney people, like the boarding groups were going in before that. So by the time that I got in there, we had, like you had to show your barcode and they would not let you through and you had to scan if, and once your group was called and they were very strict about it and some of the people working there were not very nice and it was just hordes of people now, everyone waiting for their group to be called so that they can like go in and scan and it wasn't a very pleasant experience at the beginning, to be honest. Um, so that was a little bit of a letdown. I go into the merch. I thankfully met up with Ashley. She had a boarding group near mine. And she had like already been in line and stuff. And so we met up, did our shopping. Uh, we bought the new uh, Ren Disney Dooney backpacks, which they're so cute and classic. And they didn't have a year on them. And we were just stoked about it. So Uh, We did get those. I got some Wine and Dine stuff too. Um, I really liked the Genie merch they had this year. And in particular, there was this shirt that had Genie on it. And it said, I wish I was running. And I absolutely love that shirt. So I'm so glad I got it. And um, because the challenge theme was Genie. So I was very excited about Genie merch. Because I just, I love Genie. I love Aladdin and all that So I got that. Um, there was a t-shirt that me and Ashley both got. It was like running soulmates because the half marathon was soul themed and it had the little like blips on it. I don't know what to call the, the souls. I don't know. I just call them blips, but that was fun. Um, so I mean, we still had a good time and everything. And I will say some sizes of a lot of the shirts were already gone and we literally grabbed like, two of the last Running Soulmate t-shirts, like, those were very popular, um, they could have restocked after we left, I don't know, but from our perspective, we were, like, grabbing the last ones, so that didn't make me feel good about Marathon Weekend, because if you're not the first boarding group, like, if you're not first, you're last, basically, is how I view that virtual queue situation, (laughs) but... I did buy some fun things like at the actual um, expo expo where like the vendors are. Um, I bought a Galloway timer, the gym boss timer, which I was pretty excited about. Um, And they like set it up for you for your intervals and everything. And I wasn't going to get a timer. I never thought I would need one of those. Um, But I, I found that I prefer having a standalone timer as opposed to like it being on my watch or on my phone or through my headphones because, well, for one, going through my Apple Watch or my Garmin, like I don't want it to screw with the tracking and I've had that happen on my Apple Watch. Um, I I haven't tried on Garmin, but I just like, I want my watches to be tracking my run and showing me my pace and that's it. Like I, I want them to do their one job and I want them to succeed at it because I've had issues with both watches like screwing up when they track and then it like screws up. The run and that's just so infuriating (laughs) so I was like I don't want anything messing with my tracking and if I have it through my phone and I listen to like my background music when I'm running I and I'm running with someone like they can't hear the timer go off so I just it's it's a good idea I think to have it um standalone and these Galloway timers they do have a vibrate feature and they like vibrate and beep when you are supposed to change intervals which I really really liked because obviously during the run Disney races like everyone has their timers going off and you don't know which one's yours um so I felt this one like vibrate on my hip and that was like very helpful and so then I like could know it was mine and then like Ashley could too um so that was helpful I also got some feature socks at the Fit to Run booth, they were doing a deal, like, buy two, get one free, and everyone talks talks about feature socks, so I picked them up. Um, I didn't run in them race weekend, though, because I was a little nervous to try out something new, like, for the races, but I am going to try, like, training in them, or if anything, use them as, like, my recovery socks for, like, my park day shoes kind of thing. Got those. I bought a couple other things, too, but, I mean... It's fine. Um, I did see the dopey medals, and I about fell to the floor. Like my heart literally stopped, and I was like, oh, "There they are!" <laughs> like, oh my god, they had all the dopey medals out, and I was losing my mind. I literally stood there, like gawking at them, and like tears came into my eyes. Oh man, so close, but so far. Gotta, gotta really put in work for those. But that was really, really exciting and got all my photos at the expo as well so I mean the rest of the time was fine now going into prepping for the 10k um since I didn't run the 5k like I was just chilling on that Friday and it was fine but uh for the 10k I I I prepped really well like I I started laying out all my stuff like early enough in the evening like I didn't wait until like right before I was going to bed and like trying to rush around. Um, I laid out all my things. I prepped my little bag and made sure I had all of my things I needed to have on me. And plugged all my things in the chargers and just, you know, do all the things that you need to do. I was really good about that. And then I took a melatonin at like, I want to say like 6.45 p.m. Because uh, I was like, we are getting rest. We are being well rested and we're, we're going to be up and at atom for that 2 a.m. alarm. So I uh, felt really good about that. And I I actually did feel really wet, rested. I got to sleep by like, I don't know, 7.30 p.m. Um, and I think Cinnamon was also so confused. She was like, um, why are we going to bed so early? But I mean, she went with it. So I was very grateful about that. And come 2 a.m. or I think I really set my alarm for like 1 um because I knew I wanted to do uh fun makeup for my costume and it went swimmingly it, it, it was it was good I was really happy that like I got rest and everything was prepped and I was ready to roll I did run with Ashley and um aka Disney Tricks and I had her on the podcast like way back when but you can go check out my Instagram I did post my 10k photos. We were pain and panic from Hercules. And we saw this idea on TikTok and we were like, alright. Cause everyone was posting their Halloween costumes and they were all so creative. But then they posted that one and I was like, ugh, oh, yes, done. And so we uh we put together some costumes. Ashley was like really putting in work because she had she made some wings like the night before and was a craft queen because her other wings didn't work out. So like we we really put in work for that costume but uh yeah I like was rested did good like it was fine we did our intervals like we weren't going fast but I feel like we weren't going like too slow um I forgot to wear my Garmin, so I didn't have it for the 10k even though I prepped so well but I left it on the charger um so I mean that's fine but I don't even know what are like paces were I think let me go see my activity okay I just pulled up my outdoor run from my Apple watch that I wore on the 10k um I have a workout time of an hour and 32 minutes and then the distance is 6.38 um because I mean you always run a little bit more but and I and by the time I was like starting and stopping the tracking like obviously it's gonna be more but for my splits We did pretty solid. Our pace was floating around like on average 1330. Like we had some 1321s and then some 1351. And then our last two miles were pretty slow. I think the last mile we were both kind of like, And we also did stop in Hollywood Studios to make TikToks. So like we full on stopped for I don't even know how long, like how many minutes we were stopped there. So that also came into play and we would like slow down for photo pass and stuff because obviously, duh. But yeah, our last mile was 1653. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like we were at the end there. We were like, oh, I think someone just said they saw the balloon ladies like coming around the corner. We were like, oh, okay, we gotta we gotta put in the gear, but uh I mean it ended up being fine. so i mean it was it was fun so ten k was good all done later that day i th- this this is where I really played myself. I planned to go to magic Kingdom with my friends and like take some pics or whatever. And then I was going to go to Disney Springs and return some things and then get my blaze pizza for dinner. Because before every half marathon, I always go get a blaze pizza and I get the same thing and I eat the entire thing so that I'm like prepped and ready for my half marathon. And I was going to like go to bed early. <sighs> Famous last words. Um, the thing is, my friends and I decided, well, why don't we Get a drink at the Polynesian. Like, let's go to Tambu Lounge and, like, just, like, get a drink and chill and catch up. And then we can, like, pop over to Magic Kingdom. Well, first off, Tambu Lounge was full. Trader Sam's, mind you, not even open yet, had a four-hour wait. How does it have a four-hour wait and it's not even open yet? How? For what? Like, and I was trying to ask her. I was like, so what time do you start taking names? Because it doesn't open until three. And she, she was like, oh, well, usually like 2.30, but like sometimes earlier and blah, 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 four hour wait. And it, we went at like 2.22 2.00 p.m., I think. I just could not believe it. So we decided to go to the pool bar. we grabbed got a drink there. And we sat down at the Trader Sam's. I think it's like the Tiki Terrace outside part. Um, and then they were like, well, if you're going to sit here, like you need to order a drink or like order off the menu or something. And I think it had started raining a little bit. So we were like, okay, like let's just like sit for a little bit before we pop over to Magic. Um, one drink became two drinks. And then we decided to hop on the monorail and stop at Grand Floridian. And then uh, it became three or four drinks. I don't even remember. Where did we get the other one? I, I couldn't even tell you. It, it turned into drinking around the monorail for some reason odd reason and i was like yeah that's a good idea which after the first thing i was like yeah but i shouldn't have been yeah (laughs) oh my god we didn't get to magic kingdom until like i don't know like 4 30 what did we do at magic kingdom nothing we took pictures and frogged around like idiots and had ourselves a little party what did we do for four hours nothing did we go on a single ride no what did we do? (laughs) Literally so ridiculous. And so we didn't even leave Magic Kingdom until like after 8 p.m. But like, girl, you're running a half marathon tomorrow. And like, I hadn't done any of my prep and I hadn't like been hydrating. And all I had eaten for dinner was a couple of pot stickers off of the Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace menu. And what was I thinking? girl I don't know could not tell you and I yeah yeah and I was like hungry after that but I was like oh my god I have to get to bed I have to go get I have to get to sleep I have to prep on my half marathons I have to like be up in a couple hours like oh my gosh I'm never doing that again which like mind you we had literally the best time ever like un- truly this is ironic it's like an unforgettable day but like did we remember some of it Hmm. <laughs> there's pictures that we don't like completely remember taking but it's fine it's it's fine um anyway uh got home prepped my stuff like went to bed and the 2 a.m alarm came up which also it was daylight savings time and so we had to fall back an hour and the time change happens at like what 2 a.m and so I like had to set my alarm for 2 a.m. And so I was so stressed about like not setting my alarm for like the right time because if I set it for like my normal one forty five or one fifty just to give me that like extra bit of time, then would that be an hour early? Because the time doesn't actually go back until 2 And so it was just like my mind was – being boggled and I couldn't figure it out and I was just like I cannot handle this right now <laughs> like I can't do it so I set my alarms for 205 just to be safe after the 2 a.m mark and I like made sure to set my sunrise clock um, back and set that and everything so 2 a.m comes around I am hating my life I've my head is pounding typical hangover had to get up and get ready and now I have like 20 minutes less time than I would normally like want to give myself for like the time that I need to leave oh my gosh and like for the half marathon I like tape my toes and put on my KT tape and like that takes longer because I don't do that for the 10k and I don't I don't know what I was thinking I just like and I didn't prep all my stuff I like didn't cut my tapes in advance and it was just like are we kidding Annika Like, are we kidding? Are you new here? Have you never done this before? Like, come on. Um, Ridiculous. I was, so I was running late. I didn't leave my house until like 3.20 p.m., which like, it's like almost a 30 minute drive from my house to Epcot and like sitting in parking traffic and like parking and then having to walk like the mile in through security into the corrals. Like I was, I was pushing it. But uh, thankfully, Ashley was just as late as I was. And we literally both showed up at the same exact time. It's like, oh, perfect. My running buddy's right on schedule. So, I mean, it worked out. But it's just, I really, really, Annika. But we had fun costumes. Um, I was Princess Jasmine. And Ashley had a magic carpet cape, which was so fun. But I, I really did not set su- myself up for success, if you can imagine, uh yeah and already hating my life walking into the corrals I was so tired I was hungover I like was not prepared I was not hydrated and just not feeling it obviously um my running belt the one that I always use I've always used for runs and like I think I've used it for halves before and it's been fine and I fit my phone in it and it's good because uh for my princess jasmine costume i bought like blue leggings and they didn't have pockets in them because i couldn't find ones that were the right blue and like long story short i was like oh i'll have my running belt i don't need the pockets famous last words once again um i put my phone in this running belt that i had and it was just like you would think it was on a trampoline it was bouncing so bad like to the point where it was like slapping my back it was just like for what for what why on earth are you choosing today to somehow magically not work like I've always had a large phone I've always had the max and I've run with this belt like on race days I don't run I don't train with it because I have different gear I wear for training which I know that like doesn't make sense but It's like for the costume and for the water. Like I don't need to carry water in the rain. It's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, Hopefully some of you out there like understand what I'm saying. But so this running belt was atrocious. And like the zipper was like getting jammed. And like the phone, uh, the phone was bouncing. And so I had to take my phone out. Um, I do have a pop socket on the back. And so I thankfully was able to like hold on to that. But I had to hold on to my phone the entire 13.1 miles. Because I didn't have pockets. And this running belt sucked and it, it's like a spy belt like that's the ones everyone says like oh mine doesn't bounce and I'm like yeah I would have believed you before Sunday because I never had an issue but now it's an issue so I really just want to toss it in the trash but I won't do that it's okay <laughs> so I had to hold my phone the whole time it was hot which it's so funny because last year nine, it was absolutely freezing I had to have hand warmers at the beginning of the races and going from that to it being hot like it was just like and then it rained on us i want to say it rained on us for like 2 or 3 miles maybe so for like a hot minute it it was it it wasn't torrential downpour but like it was raining we we were wet and i had hold, holding my phone and it's just like okay and i couldn't like put my watch on like lock sweat water mode or whatever because it, the rain was on it and it was just like <gasps> These, all these little things are irritating me and I'm just not having a good time. Um, and I was going super slow and obviously feeling very heavy and not feeling great. Uh, If it isn't the consequences of my own actions. (laughs) So our fastest mile I just checked was 1356, which like, okay, that's not bad for it being hot and rainy and on race day, like you have crowds of people and you're stopping and blah, blah, blah our slowest mile get this our slowest mile 23 45 huh 23 minutes and 45 seconds please please oh my god so that was our mile seven and me and ashley were both tapping out we were like what on earth why is this so hard right now And we were, we were not having it. Like I I had the Galloway timer going again with, with the 60, 30, but we kind of loosely stuck to it. To be honest, we did not, we were not strict with it. Um, we, we only stopped for like a couple photos. Um, and we did walk a lot. So it, it was tough towards the end. We were like, we got to get back on this interval schedule. So like after, like mile nine it was like okay like let's come on let's like pick it up let's let's stick to our run walk and uh we we did pick it up a little bit more because we had to make up for that 23 minute 40 minutes oh I can't believe that um but yeah I just like obviously wasn't hydrated and we had photo pass for the weekend and I mean I mean not just for the it's like a 30 day thing or whatever but we had a photo pass and I just like look ugly in all the photos it's like you know when those times are like the photo pass really got every bad angle possible and I look like garbage in all of them I look like a squashed baked potato and I am just so unhappy with like how these photos turned out and obviously like that makes me feel so bad about myself and just like unhappy overall with like the experience because I'm like uh photos are forever and I get so excited for photo pass photos and like race photos and all that and then to go back and see that like I hate all of them and I just feel ugly and just feel really down on myself like that was just so frustrating I was exhausted it was just a terrible run and like a lot of it was my fault (laughs) but it's just like it was not my day like overall the weekend it was just not my weekend for running and that was very stressful because it was like it was a real wake-up call for marathon week and like the dopey challenge because obviously I will not be pulling that kind of crap of going to poly and doing a monorail crawl uh, before the marathon we are with half or all weekend um until after the last race then we can talk but um before then no so I knew I knew better, so like again, consequences of my own actions. (laughs) I just could not believe how poorly this weekend went. Like, I I want to say too, I did not have a great attitude going into it either. It was more so like I was in the mindset of like it's just a training weekend. Like I got a little cocky and like I've done 17 miles in my training run and I feel so good and I've been running forever and. Oh my gosh, no. No, 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 no. Wake up, girl. So I have some serious work ahead of me for these next two months and now less than two months until Dopey. So if you've ever like done theater or like a Dancer or anything, there's a saying that's like a bad dress rehearsal makes for a great show. So that's kind of like what what's keeping me going is Wine and Dine was a, was a dress rehearsal. For Dopey, we've we've lived and we've learned. Um, we we've made many mistakes, and we know to not make them for a marathon week. And I'm just gonna keep telling myself that. So we got the dress rehearsal over with. It's behind us. It's done, and now we can take our notes, reevaluate, regroup, and do better next time. So that's that's the plan. I, I will say like even though I just did not have a good overall weekend like as far as how I felt in all of that I will say I did love like seeing friends and like I still had fun and I still felt accomplished it's just it was hard to look past the negatives of the weekend but I saw so many good friends and again I love like the run Disney community I love the energy of these races and Took, took notes for what I will be doing better for Marathon Week. So there's my little my little recap, my little catch-up. Uh, hopefully you could uh, relate to anything that I said and you don't think I'm a crazy lady. But with that, let's move on to final segment of the podcast episode by the numbers. Let's do countdowns. Okay, so countdowns from posting date, which is this is being posted on November 12th. We've got Dopey Challenge, one month and 23 days. That's 53 days, people. 53. I want to (laughs) scream. Like it's already practically mid-November. Like what on earth? Like I need to get into gear. Like let's take this serious, people. We're in a final countdown. (sighs) Okay, Princess Weekend, we've got three months and 11 days. And I mean, I'm doing the 10K because I I knew better than to sign myself up for the challenge because I knew I would regret that decision. Although I will still have FOMO, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Um, springtime surprise. We've got five months in one day. Pace update, which I kind of already mentioned the race paces. But I mean, I've kind of been sticking between that 12 and 13 minute pace. Like that's pretty consistent for me. And I think if I were to let's say like sign up for dopey again and do another training year that I think I would take pacing more seriously and like straight training more seriously and do speed work and extra kind of training to help with the overall running training so that's that's for future me but for now I'm just trying to do my best and just trying to finish uh total mileage which I'm mean, just for this past week I basically did 26 miles I think for the track to runs it was like 25.92 like, or whatever and I did so much walking because I did go to the parks and oh the post-race party I almost forgot about that for one and nine weekend we got the post-race party which me and Ashley didn't show up until like 9 p.m and we left by, like, 11 p.m. because we were so tired. Like, I didn't nap. I just, like, it didn't work out that way. We we got our, uh like, what is it called? It's, like, the special drink or whatever um, that they always do for the post-race party for the runners. And we got that. We got our picture with Dopey because he was there with Snow White as one of, like, the character opportunities. So, had to go see my main man. And... Then we were like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> we're exhausted. So, I mean, that was that. But anyway, um all right. Next next episode, next week hopefully. We're going to talk about how week 20 goes. Um I'm going to do some more research on I think some different types of gear I'm going to try out and I'll get back to you. But Thank you so much for tuning in and get moving.